a water wheel transplanter, a light John Deere with two large water tanks at its flanks, moves through dry fields at Local Roots Farm in the Snoqualmie River Valley. The tanks feed into wheels with spikes that make dibbles or small holes while simultaneously moistening the soil. Three planters sit on seats attached to the tractor. By afternoon, they'll plant 3,200 radicios, a spicy, leafy vegetable with white-veined red leaves. They're moving at about four-tenths of a mile an hour up the rows, which sounds glacially slow until you try and do it, and then it seems incredibly fast. (laughs) Jason Salvo, local roots farmer. Later, they'll plant bok choy, cabbage, zucchini, lettuce, and parsley. Twenty minutes east of Seattle, this fertile valley is home to multiple small and organic farms who feed much of Puget Sound's insatiable appetite for chemical-free fruits, vegetables, eggs, and poultry. Like every farm in every county across the state, Local Roots is struggling to access enough water. Farm owners Salvo and Siri Erickson-Brown, a 30-something couple with advanced degrees, have farmed in this valley for nine years. They've seen 100-year floods wash out fields in consecutive years and record cold on the 4th of July. But they've never seen a year like this. Record heat combined with soil so dry that they've had to exhaust virtually every water resource available. Erickson Brown looks out at thirsty crops while Salvo waters a new batch of carrots in the greenhouse. I'm assuming it's never going to rain again. So I'm assuming it's our job to get those plants through their full life cycle to the point of harvest. Local roots grow produce for 30 restaurants, three farmers markets, and 250 customers who purchase food boxes from June through November. Unlike many farmers with water woes, however, Local Roots has found a few temporary solutions to help them access more water through the critical growing season. One is a pilot water transfer project to allow property owners who aren't using their water rights in the valley to sell them to those who need them. Aware that many property owners weren't using their rights, they teamed up with the Snoqualmie Valley Preservation Alliance to come up with a solution. After delicate negotiations, the pilot began this spring. If a group of property owners agree, as is expected in a vote this fall, the pilot will see owners tax themselves 3 to $4 per acre to pay for administration of the project. In the arcane intricacies of Western water law, all states west of the Mississippi are obligated to follow some key tenets. One is a doctrine called prior appropriation. What that means in simple terms, says Cynthia Crass, administrator of the Snoqualmie Valley Preservation Alliance, is... First in time, first in right. Meaning you get there first, you get all of your water before the person behind your line gets any of their water. The law was designed to entice homesteaders to come west. Work the land, went lawmakers thinking, explains Crass, and we'll make sure the water you need to make the land profitable will be yours and that no one else can come along and take it. The law has another important tenet, use it or lose it, which is playing out in the Valley's pilot project. Property owners have five years to show they're using water allocated to them or they lose it. Under the pilot, Local Roots Farm has permission to withdraw three million gallons from the river, with an option to purchase another million gallons if it doesn't rain by mid-September. The ultimate goal is to create a watershed improvement district that will protect existing water rights and find ways to transfer the water from where it is to where it's needed. 
70% of farmable acres in the Snoqualmie River Valley don't have access to water. Water in the valley comes from the Snoqualmie River and from wells. By law, the water is for both fish and farms. In mid-May, the state declared a drought emergency. Stream and river flows are critically low. Last week, the Snoqualmie was flowing at 317 cubic feet per second. The previous low flow, based on 56 years of record, says Tom Baroker, water systems manager with the State Department of Ecology's King County office, was double that. Look at the median, and it's 1,190 cubic feet per second. A quarter of normal for today. Broker says ecology will likely need to put fish passages in the river because at times there's just not enough water. Certainly it's not the best year to be a farmer or a fish. (laughs) I'll say that. (laughs) Local Roots Farm and the two other farms in the pilot water transfer project chose to not use all the water allocated in the original water right they purchased. Just how long they'll choose to offer some of the precious resource to ensure minimum in-stream flows isn't certain. For now, the farms are just grateful that there's been a willingness, at cost, to share water rights in their corner of the Wild West. This story was brought to you with support from the Human Links Foundation, engineering by Daniel Gunther. From the studios of the Jack Straw Cultural Center, this is Martha Baskin.